Welcome to our new micro-podcast series, where authors answer four questions provided by the Journal of Neurophysiology's Editor-in-Chief, Professor Nino Ramirez. Hi, I'm Jamie Jones, your host, and I hope you enjoy this new series. Sit back, relax, and take a listen. Hi, my name is Pekka Kristova, Assistant Professor of Neuroscience at the University of Minnesota. I am the first author of the short report on changes of gray matter volumes of subcortical regions across the lifespan, a human connectome project study. My co-author is Apostol Georgiopoulos, professor of neuroscience at the University of Minnesota. In this study, we analyzed the Human Connectome Project Brain Volumes of 2,458 participants, 1,113 males, and 1,345 females, ranging in age from 5 to 90 years. The whole brain anatomical magnetic resonance images are state-of-the-art with very high resolution. We extracted volumes of gray matter of nine subcortical regions and analyzed how the volumes changed across the lifespan and how those changes might differ between male and female participants. We found that the volume of accumbens, caudate, putamen, and cerebellum decreased with age in a linear fashion and more steeply in males than in females. In contrast, the volume of amygdala, pallidum, thalamus, and ventral diencephalon changed with age in a quadratic fashion, where they increased first up to 28, 38 years and decreased thereafter. The peak was earlier in males by an average of eight years. For the brainstem, the peak was later at 52 years and was the same for males and females. Given the strong input to striatum from the cerebral cortex, it is not surprising that the linear decrease in the volumes of striatal regions, accumbens, caudate, putamen, parallels the linear decrease in the volume of cortical areas that we reported previously. This is also in accord with the findings that volume decreases with age is steeper in males in both cortical and subcortical regions. In contrast, the quadratic inverted U, pattern of change in volumes of 
other subcortical regions is more difficult to explain. In our previous studies, we attributed the reduction of cortical volume with age to persistent, low-level, chronic neuroinflammation, probably due to latent but intermittently reactivated herpes viruses. An extension of this reasoning to subcortical regions would imply delayed neuroinflammatory insults, assuming susceptibility of subcortical regions to such insults. This hypothesis is supported by our findings in 2018 that age-related subcortical brain atrophy is prevented by the presence of the human leukocyte antigen, HLA for short, class 2 allele DRB1-1302. An immune molecule aimed at eliminating offending foreign antigens from viruses. The delay in the manifestation of atrophy in subcortical regions could be attributed to a delay of neuroinflammatory agents in reaching those regions. A hypothesis that remains to be tested. Finally, the increase in volume during the initial period supports our hypothesis that the later decrease in volume is the effect of an insult interrupting neural growth and not a manifestation of a maturation process. In conclusion, our findings of the differential effect of age on subcortical region volume could serve as a normative reference for clinical conditions that manifest with abnormal brain atrophy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Journal of Neurophysiology and produced by me, Jamie Jones. If you would like to hear our latest episodes, please visit the Journal of Neurophysiology's homepage.